Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. Today, I'm chatting with Ann Lazinski all about how to map out your client journey. Ann shares why taking the time to map out your client's journey is going to help move your business forward in the right direction. She also talks about the four phases of each journey and how that might impact the way you work with your clients or their planners. A little bit about Anne is that she loves helping others achieve their dreams of gaining time back in their life by automation. Through the Creatives Companion, she teaches other photographers about the power of creating a client journey that inspires and empowers business owners to give their clients an incredible experience while still allowing time for freedom to live the life that they want. We're so excited that she's here. So let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. And can you say hi to everybody? Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm really excited to be on the show today and talk to you a little bit about mapping out your client journey today. Yeah, I'm excited. I always find this to be a really interesting and thoughtful topic. So I'm glad you're going to be here helping us figure it all out. We're going to talk about how to map out your client journey. Um, and Anna's really going to share some helpful tips and advice and, and, and kind of really walk us through that process. But before we get started, let's tell everybody a little bit about you. Can you share uh, more about yourself, your company, and how you got started? 
For sure. Yeah, my name is Anne Blazinski, and I am the founder of The Creatives Companion. So I run a business that helps um, photographers to uh, basically map out their client journey and then implement it into um, systems and automations on the back end to be able to give people back time in their life to really do what they love, um, as well as helping them to enhance their client experience and make sure people are really well taken care of and and um, just making sure that all of those loose ends, so to speak, are all tied up so that nothing really slips through the cracks and everybody has the same awesome premium client experience that we all want to be able to give our clients. So I kind of started this um, back in 2017. I wanted to get into the photography industry because I was interested in actually shooting weddings. And I found that there was a need for people to kind of help out on the back end. Um, a lot of systems and processes on the back end, people struggled with kind of coming up with these ideas behind mapping out their client journeys and then actually having an implementation um, behind that to be able to give those people client experience or be able to give a good client experience. Yeah. So, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so um, I kind of came in and decided that it would be a good thing to start learning about all of the different tools and ways that we can enhance our client experience. And so it kind of just kind of grew into where it is today. And now I really enjoy helping other photographers to be able to get time back in their life by mapping out their client experience and giving their clients an amazing time working with them. I love that. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing this? Um, I started my business in 2017, so kind of on and off um, since then. Um, I've done both the actual wedding photography side, so I do have wedding couples that I do photograph as well, um, and then also on the, on the other side doing um, systems and process set up for other photographers. I love that. Well, that's awesome. We're so excited to have you here. So, so let's jump in. Let's get started. So, you know, when we're talking about mapping out your client's journey, you know, where do you recommend we begin? You know, what, what are the steps that we should take to start figuring this out? Mm -hmm, for sure. So our client journey is basically what that what kind of a, a way that we bring our clients through our business with. So thinking about things like how does a client first inquire with us? So starting with that lead capture form on our website, all the way to when we um, deliver their gallery at the end. So just kind of all of the steps that we can take to be able to enhance their client experience with us, to be able to thinking about the ways that we are able to give them a premium client experience to be able to make them excited to work with us to be able to make them excited to work with, to, to actually um, recommend us to their friends and to be able to kind of give them that premium client experience because especially as wedding photographers most people are only getting married once and so being able to help make that process smooth and make that journey up to their wedding day um, a positive one is really important. So I think that it's really important to just kind of start um, listing out these steps that we want to take with our client while we walk with them towards their wedding day and even after their wedding day as well um, once we are preparing to deliver their gallery. Yeah. So you mean like write down the steps, sort of like 
let's let's be a little granular here like exactly like Mm -hmm. what like onboarding they inquire like is it start from the inquiry process to the final delivery which I, i i'm kind of assuming it is but you you let me know Yep. So the client journey would be writing down all of the different steps from the inquiry. So the time that they inquire on the website, all the way to the end of delivering their gallery, and then perhaps asking for a testimonial or feedback from the client. And so in order to kind of get started with this, we would just sit down and map out all of the different steps that a client would take. And I know for a lot of people thinking about their whole process all at once from that inquiry form, all the way to the wedding gallery, that's a lot of different steps that we can potentially take um, with our client. And so what I always recommend people doing to be able to kind of make this a little bit easier is to break it down into a few different steps. So the first step that we would kind of think about would be the lead phase of our client's journey. So this would be um, when they fill out the initial inquiry form all the way to when they are receive the proposal from us to be able to actually make it official to work with us. And then there would be an, kind of an onboarding phase. So perhaps this would be sending them all of the documentation that they need. So their proposal, their contract, and their invoice. And then also any other steps that we might take during that time. So maybe a welcome email or a welcome packet or a welcome gift perhaps in kind of that onboarding phase. And then we have the active phase. So that would be anything that you do kind of after the onboarding before their actual wedding day. So perhaps this is check-in emails. Perhaps you have a meeting with them before their wedding day to talk about their timeline. Perhaps you send them a questionnaire about different details of that day. Um, So just kind of the different things that we can do before their wedding day. And then finally, we have kind of a offboarding phase, if you will, to be able to deliver their gallery and then also to be able to ask for testimonials or feedback or um, perhaps you send them a thank you gift at that point and then maybe um, sending them a follow-up email a month or two after, um, kind of depending on what you want to do as well. So I find that like by breaking it up into these four different phases, we're able to have a client experience and being able to focus just on one section at a time um, decreases overwhelm for the business owner because we don't have to have everything figured out all at once. We can focus maybe just on our onboarding phase of like, what are the steps that I do to make sure that my client is officially booked with me and how do I welcome them to my business? Um, Hopefully that answers your question a little bit more. Uh, Oh yeah, for sure. No, it definitely makes sense. And I feel like these are things that we as business owners do on the daily, but if we don't write it out or figure out this journey, it can get a little messy. You know, we can forget a step, we can forget something important. So I love taking the time to map it out. And even though, you know, people might be rolling their eyes or maybe it seems tedious, it really is helpful because what if you do send out a welcome gift but when do you send it out? Like, what if you don't have a, a process for that? You know, like you you need to figure all that stuff out. Um, just so we, like you said, giving them a premium experience from start to finish. And I love that this is part of that. So, so now that we know where to begin, and we've got these four phases, which I love. I love a phase. Um, you know, what are things? Are there things that we should avoid? or focus on, you know, from the experience, like what, you know, how do we start figuring stuff out? What has worked well for you? 
Mm, for sure. So I think that there is a um, temptation from a lot of business owners to um, kind of set it up and then not look at it ever again. And I see this a lot of people like they put it into their CRM and they don't make any tweaks to it or are afraid to make tweaks to it. And I think that this is a really big mistake that a lot of people make is to not is to be afraid to actually make changes because once we set up our workflows and once we set up our client journey, um, it's important to always be mindful of the different things that we could do to continue to improve that client journey. So if we set it up and we bring our clients through it and we keep bringing clients through the same process and don't make any tweaks or changes to it, it might be working for us, but there might be things that we could do to improve it. And I think that's really the beauty of being able to set all of this up is that if once we have a specific process in place and we bring all of our clients and we're through the same process, we can begin to see different parts of the process that clients might be need to be tweaked. So maybe clients are reaching out to you asking the same question over and over at one point in the process. So maybe you need to add an additional email to be able to address that question. Or maybe there is information that you need to know about their wedding day. And maybe adding in a questionnaire to be able to capture that specific information is something that you need to be able to add into your process. So the beauty of having a study process is so that we can see the different flaws and the different ways that we can improve the process. Um, because all of our clients are going through the same thing, um, it's much easier to identify those things and it's much easier to be able to make those corrections and make those changes to continue to enhance and to continue to make our client journey even better. Yeah, definitely. No, I 100% agree. I'm always updating my processes. I'm always updating this because like I have, um, I've talked about this a gazillion times. My CRM is 17 hats. I love Dubsado. I uh, probably would have done that <laughs> in, <laughs> in hindsight, but here we are. Um, I just think that like, you know, being rigid or like neglecting it, it is, you can do yourself a real disservice. You know, like I, I'm always tweaking it where the fact that one year I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask for the invitations 60 days before the wedding. And that was like an update to my client journey because I wanted to be prepared come the wedding day. And that's been really well received. So, you know, now it's just part of the process and it's just a little tweak, but it helps my client have a really nice experience throughout the, you know, it's just one little part of this whole year journey. And, you know, we've been through, 2020 where we were with our clients for almost two, three years. So you have to like <laughs> always like tweak it. Mm, for sure. So what are maybe like some are things, you know, that you help your um, clients with specifically, like do you ever find that people are stuck um, on a particular phase that you really need to do a deep dive in? Hmm. It's a great question. So I think that one of the phases that a lot of people might miss is some of the phase or things at the very end of the process. So one thing that I see a lot of people miss is that asking for a testimonial um, and especially like automating it through a CRM is a really great way to not even have to think about it. But I see a lot of people that kind of miss that um, as well as well as actually along with that being very specific about where to actually leave that testimonial because um, 
people can say, hey, leave me a testimonial. And then they have like three different places to be able to leave it. Um, I encourage people to have one place that that testimonial can actually be dropped off at and they can rotate that out because like, as we talked about, like our process can be changed and our emails can be changed. So to have one place where we can direct people to so that it's just one click and they don't have to make a decision. Um, because if they have to make a decision of like, I don't know where to actually leave that review, um, you can decrease your reviews that you can actually be like, uh, people can actually offer you just because that you've, you've made them make a decision. So if you take away that decision and you just give them one link, um, that's one place that I see a lot of people um, struggle with or um, actually don't have set up very well. Um, other than that, I know a lot of people struggle with how many times to follow up with a client through the um, time leading up to their wedding. And so sitting down and thinking about um, how often to actually check in with your client. So some people, um, if your wedding is booked two years out, um, some people check in maybe every three months um, for the first year or so. And then as the wedding gets closer, just checking in a few more times um, closer together so that you can make sure that you're on the same page with your client. Because as your client gets, as you get closer to your client's wedding, um, they might have more questions. Their wedding is more forefront of their mind. Um, things are coming up. And so just being a little bit more proactive with checking in with them, that's another thing that I see a lot of people um, might be missing as well, because sometimes we might check in with them two months before the wedding and then might not check in again um, before, until like the week before. So just being a little bit more proactive. So checking in um, at least once or twice a month, I think is good in the couple of months leading up to the wedding. Yeah. And I guess it also would depend if you're working with a planner, you know, because like mm -hmm. a planner doesn't want you to do that. <laughs> like check in every couple of months because that's their client. So I think you have to be mm -hmm maybe have different journeys for different types of clients. What do you think about that? That's a great point. And I think that it kind of ties into knowing your ideal client and knowing what type of bride you're working with. Um, because some brides, if your ideal client is um, people who oftentimes have a planner, then making sure that you're kind of aware of that and crafting your client journey to that. Um, some people might have an ideal client that doesn't necessarily have a planner. So in that case, knowing that you need to be a little bit more proactive with your check-ins and kind of helping them out um, with different things and questions that might come up. So I think that knowing your ideal client is really important knowing the type of people that you attract to, attract to your business and who generally work with you is very important for crafting a client journey and a client experience that really speaks to them and who they are and their needs and desires as well. Um, because like, like you said, a planner might not want you to be checking in as often with your clients. And so knowing in advance, hey, my ideal client typically works with a planner. So kind of taking a step back and not um, not having that in your process so much, I think is a really important thing to remember as well. So just kind of knowing who your ideal client is and what their needs are um, can help a lot with kind of crafting out this client journey for your business. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, sometimes your client is is really the planner. So you need to know like what that journey is like too. You know, I'm working more and more with exclusively with planners. So I have I have already updated my client journey because I either have to go through the planner or not. But it's good to know, you know, there's no one size fits all. Everybody's journey or processes are different, which is kind of great, which is exciting. 
For sure. I like how you mentioned that because I'm actually with the clients that I work with in my business for wedding photography, it's exactly the opposite. Most of them are their own planners. So they need me to be a little bit more hands-on and involved to help them craft their timelines and things. So it just kind of depends on your business, who you're attracting and um, what their specific needs are. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't go through this process, how will you know? (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So here at TWGNA, we love giving our listeners tangible advice, actual tips, or that's all about education here. So I would love for you to share, I know you've given some great tips already, but I always like to give a little nugget at the end. What Mm -hmm. tips do you have when it comes to mapping out your client's journey? Maybe like your top three go-tos. For sure. So We've kind of talked about them already, (laughs) Um, but just to kind of recap, um, like we just said, knowing your ideal client is going to help you a lot in being able to craft a process that's specific to them. So taking some time to actually sit down and think about um, what are the people or who are the people that I serve. And so whether that's looking at your past clients and kind of seeing if there's any common threads there to being able to kind of craft that journey for them. So like we said, maybe they work with planners a lot or maybe Maybe they don't. Maybe they, the people that you work with love having outdoor weddings and you shoot a lot of outdoor weddings, or maybe they're more traditional church weddings that you attract. So kind of just getting to know your ideal client first, before we even sit down and start thinking about the different things that we need to do is going to be really important. I think my next tip would be to, again, break down your phases into those four phases that we talked about. So the lead phase, the onboarding phase, your active phase of between when they sign on and their wedding, and then your kind of offboarding phase where you're delivering the gallery, you're asking for the testimonial and that sort of thing. And tackle them one at a time. So sit down and kind of think about maybe your onboarding phase to begin with, um, and think about the different things that you need from your client in your onboarding phase and how you need to be able to kind of collect all of that information and what what sorts of things you need to have from your client and what communications you need to have. Um, and focus on that, get that really solid, and then you can maybe move on to the next phase, which whatever phase you want to focus on next, whether that's your offboarding or your active phase, um, just kind of focusing on one phase at a time is going to keep it really um, easier for you and decrease your overwhelm. And then lastly, once we have all of our steps kind of written out, we kind of think about um, what kind of tools can we use to be able to facilitate this client's journey. And so um, I always encourage people to kind of map out your client journey first before you're picking your tools to be able to do it. Um, perhaps you already are kind of in with a CRM or using some, some sort of system, which is totally fine, but mapping your journey out and then putting it into a CRM or a client management tool to be able to um, kind of automate some of those things and to be able to enhance your client journey through um, automation and being able to help your clients to have a more positive experience that way. Um, And then my last tip I think would be to kind of keep it simple. Like I think a lot of times we overcomplicate things and we overthink things a lot. And 
um, keeping sometimes simpler is better and not thinking overthinking about how many emails we need to send or at what times we need to send them but kind of keeping it a little bit more um, a little bit more fluid a little bit more simple and not thinking so much about all of the nitty-gritty details of everything um, especially when you're first crafting it coming up with the bigger picture and keeping it as simple both for your sanity and your client's sanity i think is really important as well yeah i love that those are excellent tips yeah i think starting small and then building up is definitely a great way to take that overwhelm out of, out of starting this process this has been awesome and thank you so much for being here let's tell everybody where they can find about more about you your services and say hello online for sure. So um, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out a lot of the time um, at The Creatives Companion. Um, my website is also thecreativescompanion.com. Um, I love helping people map out their client journey. Um, so I offer um, like full dubsado setups, helping out helping photographers to set this up um, as well as um, i also have a course to be able to set it up as well um, so you can find me at both of those places and i would love to connect with anybody who's listening that's awesome that's great to know so you help people set up their dubsado as well mm -hmm. yep so i i help i specifically focus on dubsado as a crm but i totally help people as well just come up with their client's journey as a whole outside of Dubsado if you're if you're not a Dubsado fan. I know yeah. I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late, but I'm like, oh I'm in, I'm in it. I'm in it. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, this has been great. Thank you so much. I hope everybody got some great nuggets out of this. If you guys want to find out more about Anne, swipe on up right now, click those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. And thank you so much for being here. And I hope to have you back soon. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Anne to being here today. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. I hope you guys love today's show. If you want to find out more about Anne and say hi, just swipe on on the show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.